Okay, welcome to day nine, TCR number seven. It is a Sunday morning, not as early as we'd like, but we set off about an hour ago from our youth hostel in Bolzano in Italy. Um, and uh, we'd managed last night to get from um, where we left you at the top of Pasto Gardena um, over a what turned out to be brutal climb. Yeah, man. Adrian's just uh, catching up, nearly on the main road. Um, yeah, last night went over a parkour climb that turned out to be probably a couple of hours longer than we were expecting, and um, I think made even more difficult by the fact we were doing it in the middle of the night. So we arrived at the youth hostel at about two in the morning. We had to get up and over uh, quite a big mountain <laughs> in the middle of the night. Uh, climbing just seems gone forever, but it was pretty steep. The descending was tough as well because it was freezing cold and we had to do two descents that were about an hour long each. And we just put on all our clothes, down jacket, hood up under the helmet. Um, it was kind of cosy actually. But then the problem you have, especially for me, on the second one, coming into Bolzano, by that time I was really sleepy and descending at night is the worst thing when you're feeling tired. So I was blasting out football chants and songs to keep myself awake all the way and just about made it to the youth hostel and then crashed out but it was a very very welcome stop perfect place for us really cheap shared a four-man dorm room um, and then we had our breakfast this morning at half seven now if I sound out of breath now it's because we've just climbed this tiny little road out of Bolzano through some vineyards up into the hills and they've just kind of built it straight up the side of the hill. It's been, well right now it's at 19%. Uh, I'm riding it but most of it has been more like steeper than that and we've just been pushing up. That's taking about an hour about two or three kilometers uh, it's really hot probably about 30 degrees and it's half ten in the morning and we've had stunning views looking down over Bolzano into this valley you see the airport um, vineyards and then these huge green furry sort of hills cropping up uh, with the city kind of filling in the gap in between like a like a sort of pool like a big puddle of buildings um, we've hit uh, an actual road now so I'm expecting the gradient to drop off a bit be a bit more gentle um, and uh, we can crack on but we've got a huge climb uh, for the first part of the day and uh, I'm not sure what we're calling that one but it's massive and then well it's mainly steep actually rather than high and then the second one 
we'll be going down to Murano um, and then from Murano we are going to be climbing the Timoliok Pass um, which is huge and um, me and Adrian did it two years ago in TCR the other way so we descended what we're about to climb today so we kind of know it more like we'll remember it a little bit um, but it, it, it goes up to um, I don't know about 2,000 meters plus and um, in one go up kind of switch backs up the side of a mountain and then we get to the top of that descend from that and then we're at checkpoint three um, absolutely no idea when we're going to get there but it could be very late tonight um, it shuts at 5 a.m tomorrow morning so we've got until then to get there otherwise we're disqualified so let's hope nothing goes wrong today oh it's such nice climbing now compared to yesterday morning on a small little road just been hugging the side of this mountain gradually climbing up away from Bolzano we're up to 1150 meters now and it's just beautiful there's hardly any traffic um, which compared to yesterday is just realized <laughs> making this an absolute delight it was so stressful yesterday trying to pick our way through all this huge infrastructure of industrial kind of uh, waterways and uh, factories and things huge motorway um, kind of junctions and big roads and then the small roads are packed with cars and caravans and stuff today we're right up in these beautiful beautiful italian towns just perched on the side of this this mountain the big grassy slopes going down and then I think it's the Dolomites in the, in the background there's a backdrop um, really dramatic jagged skyline um, and uh, I'm just absolutely in my element here this is what I love it's uh, Beautiful sunny day, the weather couldn't be better. As we're getting higher, it's getting cooler. The breeze is getting nice and refreshing. Um, it's about five to six percent gradient. And this is just where I'm sat, just cruising up here um, in, my, in my kind of sweet spot. It's just awesome. Uh, Adrian's not enjoying it quite as much. <laughs> We've, uh, we were chatting to a guy, a German guy who's been doing some walking in the mountains when we were in the youth hostel this morning and he was saying, how are you matched as a pair? And <laughs> we realised actually we're completely opposite. Adrian's terrible in the mornings. I'm great in the mornings. I'm terrible at night. Adrian sort of comes to life in the evening. He can just cycle forever. Um, he's useless in the heat. Somehow I've realised I'm fine in the heat. He hates climbing. I love it. I'm useless on the flat. He's great on the flat. <laughs> it's uh, it's really funny. We've 
been kind of making that work so well uh, somehow. Um, I suppose it doesn't matter in the end for us. We just kind of cobble our way through and uh, have a good time while, <laughs> while we're doing it. Okay, um, just completed uh, a big descent down into uh, Murano. Um, so much fun, just almost too much fun really, awesome. Um, the whole section this morning I've just loved so much. We did the climb, first climb to get up onto a kind of plateau and then the, the top was sort of rolling along um, up. Climbs of no more than maybe 8% um, and for, you know, no more than a couple of minutes and then down a little descent on the other side and winding around all these hilltops. Again, always surrounded by mountains. We're almost um, 50k in and uh, yeah, brake blocks absolutely cooking. The smell of burning brake blocks. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Great comment. <laughs> Is that something? Yeah, um, that's the kind of insight that uh, you know, the, the the look into the inside world of the TCR that uh, the listeners. Uh, you know, just can't get enough of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my hands and my arms have gone into, they only do two things now. Right. They're, they're on or off. Uh-huh. There's no subtlety in them now. Yeah, so yeah. the brakes are on full, or the brakes aren't on at all. at all. So you did the whole thing with no brakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I got overtaken by a local guy doing 14 times the speed. <laughs> yeah. Well. How are you doing? Great. I've had the best morning ever. It's feel amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, pal. <laughs> It's only three seconds behind you, you're fine. Yeah, like three minutes. That's all right. Not much difference, is it? That adds up to 14.9 hours over the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <of> the, uh, <laughs> the first week. I think we've smashed it this morning, I think. 52k to the Tumble Jock. We've put in a great little stint there. Mm. 52k to... Timor York. To the top? I don't know, I just got a sign for it. It must be to the top because mm. we're all pretty much at the bottom now, aren't we? 52k of climbing. 50, yeah, <laughs> that's what we've got left today. Of the parkour, the mandatory parkour that is. Um... <laughs> I was quite alarmed earlier on because I was looking at our average speeds and it was like 11 today. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so that's going to take us like the best part of 20 hours to do this. And I was like, we can't do this by 5 a.m. But then I realised. We, uh, we hadn't really done the descending yet, so all those chunks of descending are going to add up quite a lot, aren't they, and take the average speed up. Um, right, should we go and get some food and coffee? Food, coffee, ice cream. Supermarket shop, ice cream, coffee, And then do get 52k going. of time. Yeah, all right. So, not everything... Um, goes to plan on the TCR and um, things invariably go wrong 
Um, we've had a couple of days now uh, where those things have been happening, and you know, it's um, it's literally just just part of the course. It's what you have to expect. Um, so we were making really good progress this morning, heading up the parkour. We got onto the the Timoyok, uh climb, um, and uh, really had a great great little session this morning. Did some re- got some really good kilometres in the bag. Um, stopped for a nice break. Uh, well, mainly to try and get some food because it's Sunday and everything is shut, including petrol stations, which are normally are, you know, go to late at night or early in the morning or when other things are shut, but they're actually all shut as well. So we, we found one place by the side of the road that was kind of a weird hybrid of and they sort of did everything with it. It's like a bar and deli, and it ended up being perfect for us. We got some baguettes to take with us and some pretzels, a bit like big ones. And um, and we were just just embarking on the final sort of what was it like 50 kilometer climb up to Timoyok Pass. Um, and uh, so I got a couple of, like 20 kilometers into that and then I'd kind of pulled out ahead a little bit because I put my music on and I was I was going for it a bit and I thought oh, I'm going for it a bit too much here I don't need to do this so I thought I'd pull in the next place I see and wait a little bit for, for Adrian to catch up so I did that and then got a message from him saying that he got a puncture and there were some complications with it where it didn't kind of immediately um, work uh, so that's ended up being I don't actually know how long it's been but quite a long like a, <laughs> see, like a really long layoff I think I don't even know how long it's been but I've just been waiting here for well o- over an hour I think maybe an hour and a half uh, but the good news is it's all fine. He's managed to get it working. And as a bonus, he's actually swapped his tires around, which is brilliant because the rear wheel, rear tire gets worn a lot more than the front one. So he's done a great job there swapping them around. Um, now, I was starting to do some some sums while I was in there tucking into my ice cream and coffee and coke um, and we're going to be a lot tighter getting to checkpoint three than we thought originally we thought we were going to be there at 5am this morning as in Sunday morning that obviously hasn't happened and then we thought we'd comfortably go and climb the whole parkour, get up and over to New York by this evening. Um, and after having had a longer night than expected last night and then staying for a breakfast and getting away quite late this morning, we thought we'd probably get to the checkpoint at about midnight. Um, now after this, I reckon, and just having had a look at the 
amount of climbing left, the amount of distance left, and what our average speed was yesterday over a similar kind of terrain, I think we might be getting into the checkpoint at about 3 a.m. and it shuts at 5 a.m. <laughs> so that's sort of two hours of leeway, assuming nothing else goes wrong. And also it means that you're riding into the early hours of the morning, which, um, you know, we've both done, uh, we did it last night, but for some reason I'm finding it a lot harder um, on this ride than I usually do. I'm getting really tired, um, kind of a lot, a lot quicker than I, than I normally would. So that's not a... Um, it's not an ideal situation and also it means that we're going to be hitting the descents uh, late um, and we know from last night Hi pup, there's a little dog come to see me Alright pal um, We know from last night that um, going down the descents at night is bloody cold so um, we might be in that kind of situation as well um, but uh, yeah, I think we're just about ready to get going. Attack the final, however many, how many K is it to the top? Do you see the signs? We're at 30 now. 29, that's the kind of optimism we like to hear. 29, 30-ish K to the top. So it's about three hours. And then it's uh, half five now. Half eight at the top. Well, that's not much difference to what we said earlier on. We've got 50 K after that. How long after that? 50 You sure? Is it 100? I think it's 100. Is it 100? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 100. Yeah. 200, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, revise, re revise the plan back by three hours. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's what we're going to do, and uh, at this point, we just have to go and ride it. Um, best we can and um, see how we get on. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Dramatic scenes here on the transcontinental race as um, one kilometre up the road uh, Adrian has punctured um, yeah, we were slightly worried about whether the repair would hold and uh, the patch has just bubbled up a bit. So we're putting a, a new tube in there. No dramas. We're highly trained professionals. We've done this kind of thing before. Just swung into action like a well-oiled Formula One pit crew. Uh, it was pretty much uh, telepathic communication, really. I just got the, got the tube straight out of my pack handed it over to Adrian, it's like a team of synchronised swimmers, uh, poetic, you might say, he's uh, going to work like a magician now, just uh, it's almost like he could do it in his sleep, like a soldier taking apart a assault rifle and putting it back together blindfolded um, by the side of the road. Highly stressful conditions under the sun, but uh, kind of conditions that just won't phase a rider of this calibre. Um, he 
is uh, almost completed the task now and uh, we should be on our way uh, shortly. Sorry, what were you saying? My saddle saws are doing a bit of a strange thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of started in the middle and they seem to have... Uh, well, those, one, those ones are fine now and um, <laughs> they've worked their way outwards. They're going to be on my leg soon, around the side. Oh, mate, I've got some on yeah. my leg. Have you? Yeah, I've got some around the side. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. Have you put them on Instagram All, yet? all round. No, that's disgusting. People oh. don't want to see that. Um, well, I, I, that's, it's better that the ones in the middle are better, because they're the, they're the real problem ones, I think. I would, you know, ones more in contact with the saddle, maybe. It's patent uh, a new cream made up of a combination of pseudocrem and chamois cream. Oh. Right, and local, local cheese. Right, that will work. Um, I'm sorry to report the sandwich is quite tough. I've had enough dental extractions for one day. So I'm not sure I've... You wanted to know my tooth hadn't come out when you bought them. I'm not sure that's going to be up your street. We had to um, set quite a high pace coming up the first part of the climb, cause, um, mainly because I was worried about uh, checkpoint, um, cut-off point, and um, I've got to say, Adrian has been doing an absolutely top job of uh, of putting the putting the effort in um, on this climb because it's not uh, by his own admission his uh, favourite thing in the world to do, but he's been absolutely amazing. Um, like when the pressure's on a little bit, um, he's really smashed out a a quick uh 20 kilometer climb there and it's um i'm really impressed i'm really happy that he's uh that he's got that in the locker and it's come out at just the right time um i mean he's been good um throughout really but this is just uh one of those times where we're a little bit pushed for time and he's been absolutely amazing um, so hopefully that will well the, the great thing actually is that he gets better as the evening goes on so um, if he's like this now then we can absolutely smash it to the check, checkpoint no problem I wonder if he's gone past me when I wasn't looking he's probably at the top by now We're at the bottom of the final 10 kilometres of climb for the Timuljok Pass, which is the highest point of this TCR. Been climbing up for a few hours now. It's been getting slowly colder and colder. Um, and the views that open up to each side have just been absolutely stunning. Um, and now it's got quite the road's got quite small, and it's snaking up across some very steep kind of grassy verges with huge rocky outcrops um, through lots of little tunnels and it goes around all different sides of this mountain so you keep getting different views of different valleys and different mountains as you go up um, and the sun is kind of setting um, I'm not having a wee by the way I'm like a two minute long powerful wee that's a mountain um, like spring where we're filling up our bottles 
Um, we're just going to get some slightly warmer clothing on now um, because it's going to be quite cold going up even though we're climbing. We're at, we'll be at two and a half thousand meters um, and it gets quite cold up there. Um, so yeah, just going to get prepped for that and uh, get the final thing done and then we have a big, big descent and we just need to keep pressing on to the checkpoint. Right, we're just approaching the summit of the Timoyok Pass. Uh, we can see the uh, big, like, modern architectural building uh, silhouetted and inky black against the uh, sort of pale blue sky as the sun's gone down. Um, it's got very cold. I think it's single figures, maybe eight or nine degrees. Um, we're at 2,462 metres and it is, what time is it? 9.38. Oh, it's almost exactly what I thought. Okay, 9.38. So now, well, we need to get to the top. We just had a slightly... Um, Oh God, I can't even speak. The air is pretty thin up here. Um, they just had a slightly premature hug to uh, congratulate ourselves for getting to the top and realized there was another 100 meters of climbing to do. But yeah, we've got here. Um, and uh, now we've just got a mere 100 kilometers to the checkpoint. Oh, this is funny. I've been here before. I've been right here, where I am now, before. And weirdly, I didn't recognize any of that climb. Well done, mate. This is the sign. We've actually done it. Oh yes, no, hello. Woo, okay. The race is on for checkpoint three. It's, um, what time is it? It is 12, it's 1 a.m. We've got four hours to get there. Joining us on our sprint to checkpoint three, the update for you here is that we're now 24k away. Let me just get the stats up for you here. 23 and a half kilometers away. It's uh, half past two in the morning. So we've got two and a half hours to do that 23k now. Sounds all right, but there is quite a lot of climbing packed into that last 23K. Um, it's not as straightforward as you might think, but we've put in a good enough shift here to, uh, to give ourselves a chance. One big thing for me is that uh, I was feeling really sleepy at the start, uh, just after we'd had our kebab, um, but uh, I, well, the second can of Coke seemed to 
do the trick. Oh, and we found a, we found a, a little coffee bar open at like 11 o'clock at night and went in and had a, a shot of espresso. Really nice guy running it. And then the locals who were pissed up came out and uh, wanted to chat to us about everything. So we spent a little bit too long there chat just because they were so chatty um, the guy wanted to know the minute details of my fantasy football team um, and then went through all of his which was quite useful actually I got some good tips um, but uh, yeah at some point I think the the balance tipped a little bit towards I think we can do this I haven't felt like I need to have a sleep, which could have happened, and that would have taken out a chunk of time. I just imagined myself battling through this kind of four or five hour ride to get to the checkpoint, but actually I felt fine. I mean, that's made all the difference. I knew Adrian was gonna be okay. He's, uh, he kind of powers up when it gets into the night and he'll just keep going, I think. so. He's out in front a little bit, uh, just powering along. Um, his route's been great for this part. And we're on a lovely bike path through Imst, which took out a lot of big junctions and things. Uh, it's just been really fun. We've had that bit of tension, bit of uh, drama, trying to trying to see if we could do it. And just at the start, I just couldn't see how we were going to do it. The descent from Timuljok was so cold right at the top and uh, yeah it was like god the descending is going to be almost impossible um, because it was super cold and making me drowsy as well but also it was like extremely fast so you had to concentrate in the dark so that was exhausting and then um, and then the distance we had to cover just seemed like so much as well uh, yeah we've just put in a good shift in the middle of that lot and we're more or less on track um, we're on track to at least get there for 5am although this climb is a is an unknown quantity We've got two extra kebabs in my bag, uh, if we need them. We thought we'd better stock up. Oh, and the story with those was we we got to the top of the Timoyok basically without any food. Well, we'd run out of food by the time we got to the top and we had no idea if we were gonna find anything for the next 100 kilometers to the checkpoint. And as it turned out, there has been absolutely nothing. We wouldn't have found any food. Um, and so, it, but the, the first big town we hit after the summit was, um, uh, oh, why have I forgotten the name of it? I stayed there last year, uh, two years ago. Anyway, Sir Cernan. I think it's called yeah and um, um, we found a pizza place went in there and the guys like oh you TCR guys 
Oh, amazing. But he wouldn't make us pizza. But he told us about some other restaurants that were open till 11 o'clock. And this is at about 5 to 11. So we went down the road, found a kebab place, and he, <laughs> he agreed to make us four kebabs and sell us four Cokes. And due to the ridiculous uh, nature of this town, it's basically a ski resort, that came to 40 euros. Um, so we weren't quite sure whether to go for it or not. Or to maybe reevaluate how many Cokes we were buying or something, but we ended up just going for it and we got through all the Cokes and the kebabs were excellent. <laughs> so they're actually really, really nice. So, you know, it's extortionate, isn't it? But probably worth it for the for the mission that we had. And uh, I think that little haul has done us proud. So yeah, 23k to go now. Um, and let's just hope the climb isn't too slow. So we realized this isn't actually straightforward at all. And we made a quick stop to just have a quick refuel before uh, tackling this climb. Have a look at the numbers. And it's three o'clock when we started it. It's exactly 20 kilometers. Uh, well, it's 10 to three, I think, when we started. So if we did it at 10 kilometers an hour, average, we get it at 10 to five, 10 minutes before the cutoff. So, we were sat there at a pretty fast pace. Um, <clears throat> we really need to put in quite a big effort here. Otherwise, we're gonna miss this checkpoint. And that means we're not gonna finish the TCR officially. So it's pretty important to us. Um, that's why we're going to give it our all here on this hill. Right, we're into the final 10k here, up the, the climb to the checkpoint. Uh, we did the first 10k in 40 minutes it's half three now so if it stays the same and we don't crash or bonk then we should be on for a 10 past four finish at the checkpoint should be on for a 10 past four finish here sorry yeah should we just uh we got 50 minutes to play with, so I don't know if you spotted anything on the route that was nice. Might not be open. <laughs> I think we might get today's climbing up to 
Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's round it off, shall we? Hey, I'm Jenny Tuft, Cap 230, and we're at Shop Point 3 at, what, 5 a.m. now? Made the cutoff, just Racing barely. Quarter six. Oh, God, get a move on. <laughs> um, yeah, that parkour was punishing. Took forever. Um, had some good walking, though, and I do love walking. I'm better at walking than riding a bike, so I appreciated that part. It's plays into your Yeah, plays to my only skill set on my feet. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. It just took, took ages, didn't it? And then the checkpoint was nowhere near the parkour, and that was kind of <laughs> mentally tough. I didn't mind the last one as much. It's when they keep them throwing out at you to get to the top and start coming down. Mm. And they send you back up hill again. You know, this isn't this isn't allowed. <laughs> but the first one, uh, those ones where you have to just push your bicycle. Mm. For me that was not pretty. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> click clop, click clop, like a little yeah. horse. So um, yeah, that's what I got to. But I, yeah, I didn't mind too much. I think the hero would always be a crowd of people. Forty four. Yeah, it's a lot of people here, aren't there? Yeah. Hello, this is Tolga Alpagot, cap 123. And uh, I was eight minutes uh, uh, late for the checkpoint three cutoff, and I scratched, and I'm going home. It was a uh, it was the experience I thought it would be, and a lot more. Like uh, One thing I definitely didn't do well was study the course enough, especially the parkours, because since they were handed, it's just like, okay, we'll go ride them. But that was so not the case. I, mean, I don't think the majority of the co uh, parkours were rideable. There was a lot of bike walking going around. But yeah, so I, I gave it my all. Uh, last night I rode all night until 5 a.m. and I worked so hard between 3 and 5 a.m. trying not to fall asleep and trying to push with nine days in my legs. I'm proud of the effort. I'm disappointed in the result, but it is what it is. Time to go home and ride more. Well, we made it to checkpoint three in the nick of time. So over the course of a, a multi-day stage over um, about one and a half thousand kilometers, we arrived with about 40 minutes to spare. Um, we were the second to last people to arrive. Um, and um, oh. Once we'd had our card stamped, um, we realised the hotel was completely full of cyclists. It was a popular spot uh, last night. Um, lots of lots of people kind of pushing on to get to that checkpoint and then staying there. So there were probably about 25 plus riders staying there last night, all in basically like the basement 
of this hotel in their bivvy bags. It was quite funny going down there. It's like every bit of floor space was covered in people uh, in in their bivvy bags. Um, there's one guy snoring uh, quite loudly, and the whole place just smelt like <laughs> kind of decomposing sports equipment and uh, just you know dirty humans. Um, we were going to go and find somewhere a bit nicer to to, to bivy, um, but then as soon as we we left, it started raining, so we decided to just uh, find a little corner down in this basement. And people had started leaving by then to to go and start their rides at kind of four in the morning. So um, so we managed to take you know a couple of their spaces. Saw some of our pals that we'd been like bumping into on the road um, over the past week or so so that was nice to see what they've been up to um, um, and um, yeah then got about two hours sleep and then got turfed out of the the um, the basement in the morning so we've just gone around the corner to get um, well to buy every single pastry that uh, the bakery can offer us and we've had two coffees and a box of grapes come up with a loose plan of what to do next and um, the the thing is that because we were so tight with this checkpoint it means getting to the next checkpoint before that cut off it now becomes really difficult so um, it's it's going to be another very tough uh, three days to get there going through Switzerland and over a lot of big climbs but a big good challenge and um, we'll see if we can do it <laughs> 